Hi, I'm James Wedmore, host of the Mind Your Business podcast, and I've built an eight-figure year company selling digital products around my knowledge and expertise. In fact, this is what I've been doing in multiple niches for the past 15 years. And if you've ever wanted to do the same, or maybe you're trying, but you can't seem to get any traction, here's how I can help. As you can guess, you need an audience if you want to sell your stuff, right? But what if I told you that you don't need a big audience. You don't need millions of followers to get started. In fact, we see that it's with just your first 100 leads where you really start getting some momentum. I mean, think about it. Imagine that you're on the stage of a room filled with just 100 people in that audience right now. That's a lot of people. You don't think that a few of them would walk up to you after your talk and ask, hey, how can I keep working with you? Of course they would. And that's why I created your first 100 leads. It's a 14-video step-by-step training mini course that walks you through exactly how to get your first 100 leads fast. And the feedback and results from this free program have been amazing. Diane Shepard said, this is one of the best trainings I've ever taken. Jake Curry said, We have had 753 people sign up for this free training. Are you kidding me? Dan Netting said, I'm currently going through the first 100 leads training, and James, I gotta say, it's brilliant. This training is A to Z complete, and the best part is it's absolutely free. To register, simply click the link in the show notes of this episode. Thanks so much, and I'll see you there. Hey, and welcome to the Ambitious Bookkeeper podcast. I'm Serena Shoup. I am a CPA and mom of three, and I'm running a virtual bookkeeping business, mostly from my home. You're in the right place if you're a bookkeeper, accountant, or an accounting student, and you know that your purpose is bigger than sitting in a cubicle. If you're ready to learn some actionable tips and strategies to help you start and grow a bookkeeping or accounting business, I hope you stick around. Welcome back to the Ambitious Bookkeeper podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. You may know of her. Her name is Kate Johnson, and she runs the Bookkeeping Side Hustle community on Facebook and has a YouTube channel, and I'm super honored to have her here. She also runs a successful small bookkeeping practice of her own, so I wanted to bring her on just to talk about her story and her bookkeeping business and all that to continue to inspire you as you listen along. So without further ado, here is Kate. Hey, Kate, can you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Glad to be here. We've been bumping into each other online, I guess, for, I don't know, maybe a year or so. And it's great to be able to be on your show Congrats on getting this podcast off the ground and helping people. I run the bookkeeping side hustle community, uh, free, open to anyone. I want to encourage people, um, no matter where they are in their journey in this accounting land we operate in, mostly what I do is share how I'm building my own business and the highs and lows of that. And that's kind of how I encourage people. And it's just the, the most fun thing I never thought I would have as much fun with, with the bookkeeping side of hustle community as I, as I am. Um, it's really not good to do business alone. And so these are kind right. of my like colleagues, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I find the same thing. And I think we kind of are kind of doing the same thing. Like I know there's people in my community that are also in your community. So there's a lot of overlap. Some of my students and in my community are 
um, just have a side hustle or not just a side hustle. Cause it's a big deal, but, um, some of them are just side hustling for now. And some of them have aspirations to grow a bigger business. So it's great. I just love collaborating with, <laughs> with other people doing the same thing. Can you kind of take us back to how you started the bookkeeping side hustle community? Yes. I remember the origin. I came to bookkeeping well, so I, I wanted to start making money. My youngest child was going to be going to preschool a couple days a week, and I hadn't worked for six years, but I was, I was going to have this time where I could do something with, and so I wouldn't lay on the couch. I thought, I need a plan, and I have had some accounting classes. I, I thought this would, this would work, so I started this virtual bookkeeping business and made a little money. And in the cracks of my day, you know, um, mm-hmm. that I'm in, but it all kind of started because of this personal finance interest. And there's a online community kind of movement these days called the fire movement, financial independence, retire early. And I, I would say I took a lot of inspiration from that, those types of people. Anyway, there's a Facebook group called choose FI. Um, it was, it's sort of a life changing like mentality for me. So I encourage people to check it out, but Someone, people are always asking like, well, how do you make extra money or I need to increase my income? And I made a comment that was something along the lines of, well, I went to business school, so I knew accounting a little bit. And so I'm, I'm serving clients on QuickBooks or something like that. Is what mm-hmm. I said. And it got a lot of interest. People were like, oh, like, well, I, I can do that. Or I majored in accounting and I've been, you know, having this, you know, full-time job for years, but like, you mean I can make a little extra money? Um, so I started to answer these questions. And it was kind of getting to be a little too much. Like people were like pinging me and like tagging me. Um, And someone said, um, I'm not like super big on social media. Um, I'm very active in my Facebook group, but but I I don't like use it on on my own too much. For sure then I wasn't. Um, And someone said, well, why don't you create a little Facebook group and you can answer all of our questions at once Mm -hmm. and then kind of be done with it. And then now it's like almost 16,000 people later. Yeah, it's um, crazy. It's huge, yeah. Kate. Like, yeah. It's amazing. And how long ago was that? So, I mean, I, I started my business like probably right at four years ago. I guess this September would have been when my son, my youngest, was going to be starting that um, you know, part-time preschool program. So I think that was four years ago. And I think I was, so it was probably like three and a half years ago because I, you know, I made just a little bit of money. I had like my one client, maybe I had mm-hmm. two at that point. Um, and I was just tickled to death to make any, any money because um, mm-hmm. I had been making zero. Um, right. And so I just, you know, let, made this comment. And in my mind, I knew it was a good path. Like I wasn't saying something that was just like, well, I can make a few hundred bucks. Like, cause that's, people don't want to know that they want to know, like, how can I like use my skills to like make a decent right. amount of money? And even though I wasn't making like a lot of money at the time, I knew it was a legitimate path. And so right. I was, you know, I shared, shared the example and they're like, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, I know you don't learn QuickBooks in school, or at least mm-hmm. people were my age did not. Um, uh, I was in school in like the early two thousands and um, you know, we weren't taught to serve small businesses. We were taught like, I mean, I was, I remember being taught like manufacturing accounting. Yeah. Did um, you go to a really big school kind of off topic, but I, I went to Baylor um, for my undergrad, and that's medium-ish. I think it was like 13,000 okay. undergrad. Um, and yeah. I did get an MBA a couple of years later. 
Um, that I got from the Yale School of Management. Um, but, you know, so just basic accounting classes were required for those, both of those degrees. I didn't go far in it, but I do remember this little like Lego assignment that we had that was like all semester long where we were like building a car and running this like car manufacturing uh, facility and like the Legos represented like different parts of like the chassis and stuff I mean just like totally like like I would never serve a car manufacturer client on QuickBooks right like that's not right um yeah so I didn't learn how to do small business accounting in school is Mm -hmm. what I'm saying and a lot of people out there in that you know who were asking those questions they were like well how do you like I know accounting but I don't know how to do small business accounting right I get a lot of the same questions because a lot of the people in my community are kind of like me, we already have our accounting degrees or whatever, and want to leave the workforce for whatever reason. And, um, it is kind of a a shift to be able to change from corporate accounting to small business. But I think it depends on the school that you go to, because I went to a very small university, like it's smaller than most community colleges. Okay. And we did actually have a whole semester dedicated to learning QuickBooks back then. It wasn't online. It was QuickBooks desktop and we had to set up a whole company and do everything. Um, but I think that was honestly just due to the professor that we had, he decided to put us through that. The class was accounting information systems. So the textbook was all about ERP systems, but he said, we're going to learn a little bit about ERP systems, but I'm going to teach you QuickBooks because that's what you're going to need. Yeah. (laughs) So can you you share what, (laughs) do you share what school you went to? What's the cool school? Yeah. I went to Western New Mexico university in a very small town of Silver City, New Mexico. That's where I grew up. So, okay, um, yeah, I actually just Monday spoke on a panel at the university via Zoom, but it's kind of like one of those dreams come true. Like, oh, the university I graduated from asked me to come speak. That's <laughs> but, the. I mean, um, that's like the goal. That's yeah, that, yeah. That hasn't happened even though there's like literally Taylor. only three thousand students. But, <laughs> <Come. laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So, speaking of when people kind of come into your world, do you get a lot of, um, a lot of people that don't have experience versus do, and like, how do you guide them through like which path to take, whether they have experience or not? So I'll step back even further and say, so the, the title of the group is the bookkeeping side hustle group, I think, or group mm-hmm. bookkeeping side hustle community. Um, and you know, I didn't put thought into that it's really at all. Um, I had no idea it was going to be, you know, Facebook asked me to like pick a name or something. Right. And great SEO, I've, by the way, because it's... I know, I know. <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure I Googled that name when I was looking for a name for my community and it was taken yeah, by you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, un, it was not, it was not deliberate. Um, but I'll tell you, it has its pros and cons. It's not all good because there are some people drawn to it because of the word bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. And there are some people who are drawn drawn to it because of the word side hustle. Right. And I have sort of taken it on my shoulders to to because I really believe that we need to be good at our jobs. And I worry about the like, I mean, you, you're you're for sure not doing this because you I know say like all your programs like assume a strong knowledge base in accounting fundamentals. Right. Um, but there are programs out there that are like, you know, think they this is like you can be a medical transcriber or a bookkeeper, you know, like it's mm-hmm. like, it's that kind of level. And I don't, that is, is a lie. Um, that is right. not, you cannot be good at, so, but there are people out there are kind of hearing like that some, I think some people are thinking bookkeeping could be bucketed into this, just like easy side hustle that you can do like while your baby naps or something. And like, right. yes, you can do bookkeeping while your baby naps, but you'd have to have like a big brain. You have to have constant yeah. thirst for knowledge. You have to have 
training, you cannot start tomorrow. Like if you need a thousand dollars tomorrow, like even possibly if, if, even if you know accounting, I wouldn't right. suggest bookkeeping, but may, maybe if you like have a really strong small business network and are already good at, at bookkeeping software, maybe you could earn that much quickly, but this is like a, a longer, slower play right. for people who have like, you know, a little bit bigger, you know, a, a multiple year vision of, cause you know, I mean, how horrible would it be to like sign a client and you're thinking like, I, I, I'm just going to do this for nine months. Like that's, that's not what this is. Um, right. So I, I try to make sure that people know, like, please leave the group. If, if you're, if you're thinking of just this as like a, a side hustle, that's like easy money. Um, right. And then, so hopefully those people leave um, or just quit paying attention. Um, mm-hmm. But then if you were drawn because of the bookkeeping word and you like bookkeeping, you like details, you like accounting, you like math, like whatever it is that kind of drew, drew you there. If you already know accounting, that's great. If you have a degree in accounting, that's great. If you're working in accounting already, that's great. If you don't, I'm willing to help you as long as you realize that this is going to be a long journey. You know, people go to college for, for years to learn mm-hmm. accounting. Um, I don't necessarily think it will take, well, I think you can learn enough accounting to get started in, you know, in definitely less than years. Whatever. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, but you're, your learning journey is still going to be long. And, and I would bet even four or five, six, seven years down the road, you're going to learn something about like accounting fundamentals that, you know, you didn't, that you had to look up, you had to resource, mm-hmm. you had to get support for, because it was some squirrely thing that a client did that um, you're going to have to support them through um, that you, maybe you didn't need to learn that to start serving any client. Um, but as you start serving more complex clients, you'll still need to be learning accounting. So I do help people, who, who want to do that, who are, who, who see the grander vision and can realize like, wow, like, you know, I want to start a family in a couple of years. I'd love to be able to stay home. Let's start learning accounting now. Maybe let's work underneath somebody. Um, yes. and I help people. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're willing to work hard, I, and I wake up early in the morning and like bang away long messages on Facebook. That's what I do. <laughs> when people ask questions, I give like long detailed answers. And um, I, a lot of people are taking action. So it's something's working. Yes. It's pretty amazing. It's funny. I didn't realize that you started just four years ago with your business. So we must have started our businesses right around the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and we, I mean, I know you're, you have taken like a different approach with serving. Well, I think you're probably a lot more qualified than I am to serve more complex clients. Um, I actually don't serve very complex clients because no, no, because (laughs) I want the simplicity of it. Like I don't want to have to think too hard and I'm also like building a team. So I want to be able to serve clients that are easy to train my team on. Right. Well, well, the other thing I was going to say was that I knew you were having a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have approached things a little differently. I, I don't have a lot of clients. Um, I do have help on two of them. There's a woman who's helping me on that. I'm kind of a little, that, that were kind of over my head a little bit. So I knew I had to bring in help. Um, and probably because bookkeeping side hustle is taking up a lot more of my time that probably mm-hmm. had a lot of, uh, impact on the way, like my business has grown, um, because, I'm putting more and more time into that part of my life, into that hat that I'm wearing, mm-hmm. um, which obviously takes away from time that I could be serving a traditional small business doing their bookkeeping. Um, but I've stayed small, stayed solo, solopreneur, um, and 
have gotten rid of a couple of clients that aren't ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to get better about that. Um, I'm starting to to start to take a different approach in my business. Um, I'm looking at trying to become an expert in the FreshBooks general ledger. And so that's yeah. just the pivot that I'm trying to, to make um, to stand out from the crowd. Um, anyone's welcome to join me because there's plenty of room because there's no one doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it would be harder to do a lot of the automations and you won't have a lot of the app integrations, but if you're willing to kind of serve the smaller guys um, and knowing that like you're only going to take simple clients that don't need a lot of handholding because if they do, you're not going to make a lot of money because you can't automate as much. Right. <laughs> um, um, but I'm giving that a try at least for the next several months to see if that, and if not, I'll fall back on, on QuickBooks. I can always keep doing that because that's what I am currently most experienced in and, and good at. I love hearing everyone's different stories about the firms that they run, because I want everyone to know that it really is your choice, how you run it. Just because someone else wants to grow a team doesn't mean you have to. And then also like, I talk about this a lot. Like I, I hired help on just one or two clients from the, almost from the very beginning, because it was a choice between either not growing my firm or hiring the babysitter for more hours. And I was like, well, I could probably just hire a bookkeeper instead of a babysitter and then mm-hmm. split the profits on that. So that's why that's I started nice hiring thing. so early. <laughs> that's a really good way to think about it. Pay the bookkeeper or pay the babysitter. Huh? I've yeah. never heard that phrase before. That, I mean, yeah, that, but that's so that's genius. what I did. Cause it's about, it was about the same price, but when I pay the bookkeeper, like I'm also able to charge the client twice, you know, twice yep. her wage or even more and make a profit while things are being done and I'm still hanging out with my kids. So tell me how many clients you have at this point in time. So I have seven. I have eight as of like literally this morning, I just sent a final disengagement situation. I Mm -hmm. exported some reports. I had a, my second client um, who I met at the, our, our little school has something called pizza Friday. And I sat across from this other parent and he ran uh he had a job, but he was also like ran this nonprofit related to his job. And they were my second client. Um, and they just, they're not, they're, they're kind of shuddering. So mm-hmm. it, they were just a quarterly client. It's not a big, it wasn't, it's not a big deal. I didn't really do much for them. Um, it felt great at the time to, you know, get a second client, get a second mm-hmm. bite, right? Like, I, like, oh, yeah. it's working. Like the mm-hmm. whole, like talking about your business was such a big mental Yes. Shift for me. And I was like, I talked to someone at the lunch table about being in business and it led to a client. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is how it's done. Okay. Yeah. Um, it can be so the, easy, right? <laughs> well, it's so easy, like slash so hard. Like, right. I'm, I'm like, am I really doing this? And I'm really playing this guy that like, I know QuickBooks and, you know, he, his kid was older than mine. So we really didn't have, it was just random that we were sort of sitting by each other and everyone's kind of polite and the small talk. And I was just like, let's do it. Let's say, let's say what I do. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah. And he's like, what's well, one of those situations where like in that conversation, you, you never know what's what, when the words are going to matter. And, but it, yeah. at that particular moment, he's like, well, I I'm manager of this chapter of um, logistics people. It was like a work interest group chapter. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, our bookkeeper, uh, just quit. We need someone else. He's like, I certainly don't want to do it. Um, and uh, somehow my mouth said like, oh, well, I can do that for you. <laughs> um, 
Um, words just flew out. <laughs> and we went and we, and it happened. And so for several years, I was able to help them. So seven clients, long answer. I told you I'm long-winded. Seven, <laughs> seven current clients. I'm happy with the workload. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very happy with the workload. Awesome. I, I love that. Especially like seven clients is definitely like you said, you're still, you're spending a lot of, and you're probably in the same position as I am. I spend a lot of time on the ambitious bookkeeper stuff Mm -hmm. in comparison to my firm. And so even though I have a team, like it's kind of running, it's pretty much running on its own now, but I I still help my team, you know, when they get stuck. Mm -hmm. So you're almost on the verge of it, not being a side hustle. Then if you're at seven clients, I imagine. (laughs) Well, they're small. I mean, in my mind, I would like to spend for sure, no more than like two hours a month per client. Some of them, mm-hmm. some, some months I'm able to do less than that. Um, they're easy. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of bank feed bookkeeping for the most part, unless they right. do something crazy, which for the most part they don't. And, and it, I, I'm clear, you know, I, I charge what I think is a, a great return on my time. Um, but to them, it's not a lot. If it ever started to be a lot of work for me, I'd have to, you know, discuss that with them. But they are getting, you know, basic compliance, bookkeeping and reporting done and they're happy and I'm happy. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So what was my other question? So we talked about your firm and we talked about kind of how the bookkeeping side hustle came about. What for anyone who is not familiar with your group and what you do on YouTube, can you share kind of what else you do inside that group? Cause I know that you run some events and things. So sure. Yeah. So, um, I actually, if people go to the bookkeeping side hustle YouTube channel there, the very first video that's like pinned is called like the mission statement or something like that. And if anyone's really curious, I would suggest listening to that. And I yes, think it was like so seven, or eight, seven or eight points or something. Mm-hmm. And so I'll say some of the stuff that I do. One is I'll, I'll help people learn accounting fundamentals. Um, and I don't teach anything, right? Like, so I, I'm just, I'm a business builder myself right now. Um, and I, I don't teach the debits and credits, but I can point you to what I have. I kind of, I'm like, I vet resources, I guess, is how mm-hmm. I would describe it. So I have resources for people who need to start from step one. I also interview people like you who have programs that help people. Um, I think for the most part, one of my main pieces of advice is this is not rocket science, but building a business is at least for me, I mean, and I went to business school, like, so you would think that it Mm -hmm. should, if it's going to be easy, it should be easy for me. And like, but it is the most wild, like exhilarating nerve wracking thing I've ever done. Um, I have to agree. (laughs) And you need, you need, um, someone in your corner. And so like accounting is accounting. Um, and like for the most part, there are different ways to get clients, but like a lot of the programs, like what you do, um, I would say like 80% are probably the same, but it's that 20% that is different, which is a lot of, a lot of just like personal compatibility, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that's the difference. I think we're we're between the programs and it's that 20% that's going to be like, okay, is Serena the person who, when things get hard, she's going to keep me going. When things get hard and I don't want to get out of bed and listen to her talk in her modules, mm-hmm. or is she the person who I can get out of bed at five in the morning or stay up until midnight listening to while I'm working my day job, 
because I believe in her. I believe that she is going to teach me what I need to know. Um, that's what I think that that's where the difference is. So I, I, I vet programs like that. I try to give people like you the opportunity to say what makes your program different. Um, because everyone can learn zero, everyone can learn QuickBooks, but Mm -hmm. how are you going to, when that person blows it at the lunch table because they didn't say like, oh yeah, I can help you with that. I can help you with your zero or I can help you with your QuickBooks and they feel bad and they come and tell you like, why didn't I say something? And you're going to be there to like catch them in that moment when mm-hmm. they fall and say, well, h- how are we going to solve this? Is there a way to follow up? Are you going to see him again? You know, because <laughs> um, otherwise we'll just all quit. Um, yeah. Well, just, something will happen and we won't keep going whenever, you know, because we'll be like, man, I'm working really hard and I'm not getting what I wanted yet. Um, and right. you'll be there to help them to get, you know, when, when they're having that feeling to like keep, to keep going. So I bet resources like yours. Um, I also let, um, I'm having a lot of like apps are wanting um, mm-hmm. access yeah, to the community. That. Yeah. And so you're kind of you a know, big just, deal. <laughs> well, I guess that's hysterical. Um, like for someone who like never, like loved accounting and here I am talking about accounting apps but people are wondering I try to be very like cautious and I've been very thoughtful about like how I'm so people how how I'm letting vendors have access to my community Mm -hmm. um so I I have set some pretty strict rules about that but um you know they they want to be able to present what they have created um to help bookkeepers and accountants do their job better um so I'm doing a little bit of that um I try to always as much as possible, give away prizes. I'm kind of an arm twister for making people, making apps give prizes. Um, <laughs> and I think I, yeah, I talked to Zero into giving away a ticket to ZeroCon next year. That was like a grand prize. And I was like, yes. You did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when was that? Um, I did a big Zero certification challenge for them in May. Oh, okay. um, That's And right. the grand prize, we had uh, one drawing for everyone who completed it by a certain deadline um, and one winner won a free ticket to ZeroCon. Um, and that's just because like, I guess my mama taught me like worst thing people can say is no. Right. Um, so I've been trying, I try to ask for s- swag gifts and such because a lot of small folks like me, um, I mean, yes. So I have this kind of access that I've created as the bookkeeping side hustle community person, but if it was just my bookkeeping business, no app's going to care about me. I'm not going to get a shirt from right. apps or, a, you know, a, only if you a, go to their events, then you get those shirts for free, <laughs> but I can't go. Like I can't, yeah. I'm not making enough to, to think like, Oh, I can go to three conferences a year or something like that. Like, yeah, that's not, I mean, I guess I could, but that, <laughs> that would be, be all your profits. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a high percentage. Um, so yeah. I want people, you know, to get that coffee mug. Um, and, so I try to do a lot, as many, many, many prizes as I can wrangle. Um, but that mission statement video kind of says what I do. Try to vet programs, vet apps, um, and give advice and be, be kind of like a, a cheerleader. So um, I think most people, the fastest way is to invest in a program like yours. And if you don't, if someone's listening to this and they're like, you know, I why am I listening to this? I don't even really like jive with Serena. Find someone that you jive with, right? Yeah, have that person go to that person fast, and then don't listen to anybody else for a long time. Give, give your Serena, give Serena a chance um, for several months because this is not fast money, um, and do everything she says. And I think if you do like everything, I, I, I haven't I haven't listened to your program, but 
uh, of your course, but I would imagine that if people just do everything that you say, they're going to be successful. Um, probably most of the people who maybe make that investment and aren't successful, it's because they're not doing what you lay out for them to do. Um, and so I think the very fastest way is to find your leader and go with that person. But if I can't convince you to do that, then I'll be the leader and you'll, you know, and you get what you pay for. Right. And I'm just a ragamuffin (laughs) who types long Facebook responses in the early in the morning, um, and has somehow started to make YouTube videos. Um, so I'm, I think I'm like, I always tell people, like, I want people to like move on from me to someone like you who has really put thought into how to do, be more strategic in how they're building their business. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you're just going to get like my limited experience of acquiring, you know, a handful of clients and managing a few clients in, um, you know, which is, which is not, I am not the example for everybody for sure. We'll be back after a quick break. This episode of the Ambitious Bookkeeper podcast is sponsored by my brand new free training, The Ultimate Guide to Creating a Profitable Bookkeeping Business. In just one hour, you will learn three keys to creating and launching a profitable bookkeeping business. We will map out your path to creating a bookkeeping or accounting business that keeps you in control of your time, priorities, and expertise from someone who built a six-figure firm on part-time hours. That's right. You can stay in control of your time, keep family as your priority, and serve your clients well. It just takes a little strategy up front, and I'm going to help you with that during this free training. So head over to the show notes to sign up now for the next training and find out how you can choose the work you do, kick imposter syndrome to the curb, use tech to be super efficient, which all leads to a profitable business. Just head on over to ambitiousbookkeeper.com slash training, and I will see you there. So I did not pay Kate to come on my show (laughs) and boost my program. (laughs) Well, but you're you're, you're not right. And I'm also saying, like, I think there's going to be a lot of people who you are not their person. Right. I listen agree. to listen to six of her podcasts and then delete, you know, unsubscribe. Like you, you'll know by then. Like yeah. you, it doesn't take that long. Yeah. Um, I think people take way too long in like, oh, which program? And it's like, y'all. Go with your intuition. Cost, they go, they go all cost about this. Like I have a part of, I wrote a guidebook and I was like, I tried to do the ROI of like, okay, like a $750 program compared to like a $2,000 program. And if you end up making like, you know, even like, 30 grand a year or something like the ROI difference is like nothing, (laughs) you know, if you're, because they're all reasonably priced. So you didn't pay me, but I'm also not, I'm also saying like, you're not the person for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. And that's part of why, like, I love collaborating with other people that are literally doing the same thing that I am (laughs) because I want them to be exposed to someone else teaching the same or similar stuff because they aren't going to like, they may not like my style. Um, maybe I'm too chill for them or something. I don't know. (laughs) Well, and yeah. And like, um, your, I can think of other people who like maybe who have more of like a traditional accounting practice feel Mm -hmm. and that is okay. Like if you want the brick and mortar store with like the suit jacket or something, that's fine. 
but that might not be, that might not be Serena. Um, yeah, I mean, that's not definitely not how I run my firm. So I like, like you, I try to teach people by example. So I teach them what is actually working for me. And I, I like keeping things casual and I'm sure that's kind of how you run yours too. It's like, I don't get yes. dressed up for my client calls. Sometimes I don't wear makeup. Um, but I serve them well and they enjoy working with me and my team. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> and you wouldn't want the client who, for whom that was yeah. important. Right. So, exactly. um, there's, there's all different flavors. Life's too short. It's like, like, it's almost like, like dating, you know, like, like find the person who like you jive with and quit, like quit mess, quit <laughs> get like, off Tinder, God, yeah. the app. <laughs> just, and, and, and be, and be, be serious because if you're, if you're just kind of in it with like one toe, like you're not going to be successful. Mm -hmm. You might make a little money, but you're not going to have processes. You're not going to be able to do the things that really make your return on your time high. You'll be just kind of like a low to middle wage kind of earner because of all the extra time that you're having to put in to just, you know, because you'd have an implemented systems that you, mm -hmm. which, like the kind of stuff that you teach, right? We can all fumble our way into like, yeah, my brother-in-law said he needed a bookkeeper and has QuickBooks, like, <laughs> and figure that out. But mm -hmm. that's not going to be a way to like, be a fit, be like earn a high rate per hour right. um, by being efficient. Um, so yeah. that's, that's the value that someone like you brings. And when people are serious, um, making an investment, I think has a, a big mental shift, um, to people. Absolutely. Um, and people who pay, pay attention is a phrase that I have heard. Um, and I paid for training eventually. And I, I think it's the fastest way and best way to, to move. Yeah. Uh, in this, in this career field. Yeah, I agree. And you're not always just paying for like the education. A lot of it is like, you're kind of paying for the community and oh, yeah. the extra support that you get. At least, I mean, I feel like that's where most of the value is in my program. Yes, I have the course materials. I give you pretty much everything you're going to need. But what really tends to move the needle for people is when they show up to the weekly calls, they show up to mm -hmm. our co-working sessions, they can ask the questions in the Facebook group and get the answers they need when they need them. So I have a question for you. Do you, yeah. are you a mostly female audience for or the most clients? part, but I have, um, oh, female clients or sorry, sorry, female students. students. Um, I would say probably like 90% are female. Okay. Yeah. So this is, this is just, again, kind of going to this, like that you're not the person for everybody. Like, mm -hmm. I think there needs to be like the dude version of you. And I don't know who, <laughs> who is, who it's going to be. And like, it's, I know it's not politically correct to like say that, um, <laughs> but I like, I just like, I, I've, what was it for? Oh, beards and bookkeeping, beards, beers and bookkeeping or something. It's like, if I were a guy, like, that's what I would want to do. And, and cause I bet there are guys out there who are like, I just, I want some, I want some guy time, you know, like yeah. I want to, I want to have men that I am going through because their struggles are going to be somewhat different than yeah. a group of all females or something anyway but there's so if a guy's listening to this and you yeah. have at all like the motivation to be like a leader and an encourager and, and coach um someone needs to do it yeah beards, beards and bookkeeping go go someone that's take so it. <laughs> yeah that's so funny I, there's actually i just found a <laughs> podcast called um beer biz B 
bookkeeping and business or something, but they're not really? bookkeepers. They're business owners, but they're like serial entrepreneurs, but it's three guys that oh. do a Facebook live and then they put it on a podcast and they're funny and they sit around and drink beer and talk about their business ventures. <laughs> Great. But, um, yes, I totally agree. And, um, I mean, men are still welcome in, in my community. Sure. There's definitely a, a pendulum <laughs> that weighs more heavily on the, like, most of us are moms. Um, right. so of course dads are welcome men that aren't dads. It's totally fine. And I've actually tried to change some of my, my course materials to be more uh, like the coloring and stuff like that, the branding side of things to be less feminine. Okay. Um, because of that, because I didn't want to make people feel excluded because, um, because I feel like the only men that are out there teaching this kind of stuff are either like not ethical <laughs> yeah. or like kind of the, um, what do they call them? Like bro marketer type situation. Yeah. So there's, there's that. And then the other side of it are the very, like the suit and tie stuffy type. Right. And so if you're a guy that doesn't feel like you want to be a part of either of those, like, I hope that you find that you're welcome to my community as well. Yeah. But if you want to start your own, I would be more than glad to have you on my podcast. And exactly. Help promote you. I was going to say, let him, <laughs> let, let him be a guest. <laughs> so if that's you, please take a screenshot of this episode and tag me and Kate. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And, and, and you say can, I'm like, in. maybe if anyone's not a mom or dad and they're like single, y'all could like have like, like, uh, like meetups. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> awesome. Well, um, thank you so much, Kate, for coming on and, and sharing about your group and your business with us. Like I said, anyone who is listening to this episode and find finds it valuable, please rate review, um, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag both of us. You are at, um, side Book, hustle bookkeeping side is what I'm okay. on, on Instagram. Okay. Yep. Yep. And I'm at ambitious bookkeeper. So thank you again, Kate. Um, where's the best place? Of course they should go to your group and I'll link that in the show notes. Where do you normally hang out on the socials? Are you on Instagram or LinkedIn? So so I've actually hired my sister, who's cool, um, to try to do Instagram for me. So most of what you see on Instagram is, is her um, because I'm, I want to be able to reach a little bit younger audience, I think. Mm -hmm. younger, um, uh, I, like, I personally like Twitter. Um, and then I'm really trying to um, have a presence on YouTube as well. Um, I don't want to just be, especially after all the recent like, Facebook right. stuff, I don't want to only be there. And I know a lot of people are not um, into Facebook, um, especially mm -hmm. like the younger folks are. Um, and if anyone's listening to this, this is a great job for young people. Like if you're, if you're like a 20 year old and like already learning accounting in school or something, like go start to get clients. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, like you can make more than you can at like I did, which was at like the, uh, you know, college work study job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I wanted to be, so yes, Instagram, you can find me there, um, or the bookkeeping side hustle YouTube channel. I mean, pretty much just Google bookkeeping side hustle. Um, you can get on my newsletter. I try to do a good job of that every other week. Um, I, that's where I put a lot of resources and then share a lot of my story and you can get that, you know, outside of the Facebook group. Um, if you go to bookkeeping slash newsletter, you can sign up to get, to get on that. And I send it out every other Saturday morning. So the, yeah, contact me. I like to help. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kate. Everyone have a great week and we'll talk to you next time.
ambitious.